This is Layla Janti. And I'm Marcus Zazati. And this is Passport Necessary, a podcast dedicated to growing up as a TCK and how it's affecting us now as adults. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about winter activities. Um, mm-hmm. This will be mostly focused on like winter as in snow activities, <laughs> cold <laughs> winter activities. Uh, we're looking mm. at it more from the northern hemisphere uh winter rather than the southern (laughs) um so i don't know about you but anytime i think of like a winter activity my first thing that my brain goes to is building a snowman oh yeah i know that's super stereotypical (laughs) but i always think about that and i'll be very honest i think i've maybe built a snowman once in my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's a funny one isn't it i can't remember the last time i did that i think it must have been God, maybe 10 years ago, something like that, something ridiculous. Well, because every time, like, I think the idea of building a snowman is really great, but Mm. then when you actually get to it, it's so hard. (laughs) You're packing in snow, depending on the type of snow you have, it's going to be dry snow Mm. or wet snow. Wet snow, Mm. it, like, gets into all your clothes, it gets sticky, and then if you pack it too hard, it starts to become ice, and you can feel it. So then it starts becoming the, can I lift this up? when you are starting to actually build the snowman and then it's like, okay, well I've been able to lift this up. Will it stay? Yeah. And it just rolls off and you're just going, it's a task of Sisyphus. I'm going to start again. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think the idea is really nice and lovely. And anytime mm. you see it in like movies or like if they have it in video games, like I've been recently playing animal crossing uh first time it's amazing um and in the game i'm like wow this is so easy and so cute but then i think about when i've done it in real life i'm like no this is it's a terrible thing (laughs) it's so hard to do (laughs) but we convince kids to do it Mm. what do you think about how much water weighs i mean that's all you're doing is moving around frozen water it's just heavy work yeah no it's it's a lot and then i think the next step from that is also snowball fights oh yeah I think I think we've done definitely done that recently. I've well. I've definitely done more snowball fights in my life than building a snowman. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's always I think it's again that perception between um reality versus what you imagine in your head. So I think I remember yeah. one of the first snowball fights I got into. I was living I'm pretty sure in South Korea and we started throwing snowballs and at first it was really fun and then all of a sudden you get winded. You're like, I can't move. This is so exhausting because it's the track. You have no traction. So running is hard. You're Mm -hmm. again, throwing frozen water. So it's actually (laughs) more heavy than you think. And then you, when you get the snow in your shirt, oh, Oh, it's the worst. (laughs) Feels awful. Yeah. You're there. You're cold. You're wet. And you just go, for God's sake. (laughs) I, yeah, it's it's something that is a lot of fun at first, and then very quickly you're like, okay, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, how long you can do it for. You could probably do it for about half an hour at most before you get sick of it. Yeah, I definitely think mm. as kids you're more willing to like really go for it because like I gotta mm. like when else are we gonna do snowball fights? And then after the one time you do it, you're like, I don't really don't want to do this again. <laughs> no. Um, but oh, then you do do it again. And then you do. And then you're like, why did I do this again? <laughs> <laughs> I I like, I think I love the idea of snowball fights. 
definitely now as an adult, I don't think I would get mm. involved in one unless someone was like, you'll get hot chocolate afterwards and we promise you, yeah. you will. Then I would be like, okay, yeah. I think I could do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, it doesn't snow enough in Britain for it, for it to happen that often. I mean, certainly not in York. So I can't remember the last time I actually did have a snowball fight with anybody. Yeah. Probably quite a long time. Where ago. I live, it, it snows every winter for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it snows, it stays, um, recent, yeah. um, maybe back in early January, we had, um, a huge, well, actually for Christmas, we had a white Christmas this year. All right, cool. Well, 2020, we had a, a white Christmas and mm -hmm. the next day it was a snowstorm straight up, oh. no visibility <laughs> outside. It was bad. Mm -hmm. And then the day after that, or maybe two days later, it rained. So everything turned to ice mm -hmm. and now there's oh, still no. ice outside because of basically once December starts, it's too cold for the snow to truly melt. So then we just have mm -hmm. ice for months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like here. It's been a bit like that as well. It's just like the, uh, well, that's a winter activity. Try not to fall over <laughs> down the street. <laughs> that, it, that's definitely a winter activity. It is a winter activity. <laughs> You're just like we're looking at that patch of black, kind of going, is that ice or isn't it? I'm, I'm going to risk it. It'll be all right. <laughs> My favorite watching, like people watching activity in the winter when, you know, when we were going out to bars or restaurants mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and I definitely remember this vividly when I was living in New York is watching people leaving bars or restaurants, definitely intoxicated and trying to navigate <laughs> icy <laughs> I see sidewalks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You want to laugh your ass off. That is one of the best things oh to do. Oh my God. That must have been brilliant. So. And I always feel bad laughing about it because it's like, I don't want <laughs> you to get injured. But at the same time, like, it's so funny. It's just where the feet go. Yeah. It's like, and the other thing that I love, and I do it myself because I actually got a concussion. Oh, oh. I want to say two or three years ago while I was mm -hmm. living here in Buffalo. And it was because there was ice on the sidewalk and I thought it was fine. Wasn't fell backwards, hit my head. Um, Eesh. yeah, it was, it, that was just crummy because the whole time it was like, I think I'm fine. And then I would stand up. I was like, Nope, I'm not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything sucks. Yeah. Um, but I, since then have definitely noticed that when I walk, in the winter, especially on icy ground, I kind of walk like a penguin, the little penguin walk yeah. that you do during winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cute when you watch other people do it. When you do it <laughs> yourself, you're like, I look like an idiot. But when you see other people do it, you're like, that's pretty brilliant. I love it. Yeah. It's not just me. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a universal, it's ice outside, walk like a penguin. Yeah. It's quite good because I was like watching it. Somebody coming over the bridge, like uh, one of the bridges in York. It was, it was, it was icy. And the thing was, is that part of it's cobbled, but part of it's just like these paving slabs. So the sidewalk bit, the pavement is like paving slabs. Mm -hmm. And then the, and then the actual part where the cars are going over is actually um, cobbled. Mm -hmm. So people were like kind of like trying going on the sidewalk, and it was just like, no, this is too slippery. So everybody just walk off the bridge and walk on the little cobbles because it's just like, no, this is safer. Yeah, it genuinely was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they were probably yeah. like, oh, the cobble is like really cute for cars and stuff. And then during winter, people are like, no, we need this for safety no. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the traffic. <laughs> I do remember it snowing in Japan, but it was never mm. to the point of like feet and feet of snow. Because we lived in no. 
Osaka, Kobe, where it's like you're just off of the water. So more than anything, yeah. I remember it getting cold. But I don't remember yeah. large accumulations of snow. Well, because I lived up sort of up the mountain mm-hmm. when we were there. So I actually do remember snow at that point. So there was some. I mean, it wasn't. It never got really bad because it was right on the coast. So that tends to be the thing. Yeah. But certainly living in Kyoto, there were times when you definitely knew that like, the snow was bad enough that you'd be like, you know, you would just have a snow day. It's just like, no, this is impossible because you're up a hill. You yeah. can't really drive down it safely. So it's just like, no, don't bother. Just don't bother. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered like one of the worst uh coming back home from due to snow so mm-hmm. our school we went to school in the morning and like halfway through the day there was a winter advisory and the school was like hey guys just a heads up like it's snowing really bad outside um we're we may have to cancel after school activities mm-hmm. they didn't and then oh, no. all of the buses like the after school buses they they got full from all the kids who like stayed after school to the point where mm. there were kids who couldn't get on the buses. And oh, I caught like the, the train with, there was a train station that wasn't too far from the school had shut down because a tree branch had fallen on the tracks. So we couldn't Ouch. take the train home, couldn't take the school bus home and walking home would have been like over an hour. Like we took the school bus yeah. to, to school every day to and from Mm -hmm. and this was in paris um and Mm -hmm. our school was like at the very top of this really long winding uh, mountain because we were on the outskirts of paris we weren't in the city and so my dad had to come get my brother and i and it like we waited for him for almost two hours that's how bad the traffic was and when he got there and picked us up we got into the car he looked at us and he was like i'm never doing that again (laughs) the next time it snows like that you're walking home you're getting a bus i don't care i'm never doing that again i was like you know what fair (laughs) because it was like it was snow and because so many people were out the snow that was on the ground was immediately turning into ice because it was Mm -hmm. snow slush due to the cars in the heat and then it would get left alone and it turned to slushy ice. It was super dangerous. Yeah. It was really bad. What should have been a 45 minute commute, maybe from school Mm -hmm. to home was like over an hour and a half. Jesus. Yeah. It was really bad. That does sound bad. (laughs) When would that have been? Because there was like a period in Britain where there were like several winters in a row. I think like two or three winters in a row that were actually very cold and there was a lot more snow than usual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it being Britain, it put, put <laughs> it brought the country to a halt. I, I think it was like the winter sort of like 2000, 2008 to 2009, there was a big thing. Then from 2009 to 2010, it happened again. Mm-hmm. And I think a year later, it happened again. I think it, like there was like three years or so that actually had some like really quite severe cold winters mm-hmm. with more snow than you wouldn't usually expect. Because this year it snowed a bit. So maybe this year is going to be different. But I mean, the last time I can remember sort of like serious snowfall where it lasted for several days was back in 2018. Oh, wow. Is, that's not that long ago. Yeah, but I but mean, it's like, still two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was and it was in March, which is really strange. Beginning of March, <laughs> I the acted beast from the east. I acted for a second like that was surprising, but I live in Buffalo, where like we'll get snow it's, into <laughs> April. Like we've had snow in April, end of April. I can believe that. I can believe that. 
And every yeah, time Britain, people are like, what's of. going on? It's like, you live here. You know what it's like. <laughs> You've lived in Buffalo your whole life and you're still shocked by snow in April. What is going on? I, yeah, they always do. They, they, I love that in Britain as well. Like people just seem to be surprised by the weather and you're kind of going, but this happens every year. <laughs> It's just great because it's a great conversation start. You just look out the window and go, like, oh, looks quite bad out there. And they go, oh, yeah, it's freezing. It's like sort of like five degrees Celsius. And you go, oh, it's freezing. And you're like, okay. I guess. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I was trying to think of other winter activities that people would get up to. I mean, I know a few, and some I've definitely done. Um, sledding, skiing, and snowboarding. Oh, yes. I think of like for mm -hmm. like an activity, like a like going out and doing something. Like a sport, yeah. yeah, I would think sledding, skiing, snowboarding. I tried snowboarding mm -hmm. for about five minutes and I hated it. Um, so I right. went right back to skiing. Um, I've actually done both downhill ski. And cross country. I've done that. As I well. actually yeah, I really like cross country. It's a very different so type of I. movement. Yeah. And it, it feels very relaxing. The thing mm. with downhill skiing is it's quite exhilarating, but for me, it's also quite anxiety inducing because mm -hmm. it's the balance between being able to move forward and getting to where you want to go, but then the fear of going too fast and losing control. Mm. Like that for me was always hard to judge yeah. um but I think there was somebody telling me a story about how they were skiing and managed to crash into a tree oh my mom did that uh, my mom did yeah. that yeah <laughs> it's funny to talk about i mean to be fair i, mean, I don't know what it because you think of it in the cartoons where basically what happens is that the body stays where, uh, where it is but the arms and legs go forward <laughs> just basically hugging the tree but i suppose that must happen because how else are you going to do anything i mean unless you put your arms out in front of you to try and stop yourself oh that would I be a terrible know. idea you would break your wrists that's true, but I mean, better than your face breaking a rib. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just remember my mom <laughs> telling me that once, and she was like, "So that's why I don't ski." I was like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. You can. You don't have to ski." Um, but yeah, I I like skiing. I do. It's mm. it it is a very draining sport. Um, yeah. and at the end of the day, when you're done, you are like ravenous you could just sit yeah. and eat you want hot chocolate you want some nice warm food it, mm -hmm. it is very it's very fun but it's also like you feel it you feel when you've yeah. been skiing like it really does yeah. take a toll on your body but it, it is fun um, it is yeah I, just, I can't remember doing it that well uh, cross-country skiing i think was more hard work mm -hmm. i think i somehow remember that being more hard work but i really enjoyed it yeah Downhill skiing, I don't remember being as hard work. No, because I, I, I think the thing with cross-country skiing is it's it's more of a marathon. It's not a sprint, whereas downhill mm. skiing is more of a sprint. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just a different kind of energy and use of energy. Mm. With cross-country skiing, a lot of it is it's not only getting to where you're going, because unless you're getting picked up from a start to end, you have to go mm. back to where you started. Yeah. So I think that's what surprises a lot of people when they do cross-country skiing is it's the oh we can just keep going keep going and then it's the but we have to get back yeah yeah that's well, it's that's like, what it's gets like you. going on a hike isn't it mm -hmm. yeah that's the best description i can think of actually what the activity is like but yeah can you imagine that i just keep going like, oh yeah, this is a lot of fun it's like oh we're gonna go back now it's like oh god no <laughs> yeah you're doubling up whatever you just did yeah um, yeah yeah but I think the one that has the fondest memories for me is sledding. There's something so childlike yeah. and like wonderful 
about sledding? I don't think I ever did any, because in Britain you call it tobogganing, I think is more, that's, that's how you describe it. I love call it. it that's so cute. That's what you call it, because, you know, it's because I think we think of a sled as being something that's drawn by animals more than anything else. Oh, OK. Or a sleigh or a sledge or something like that would always be sort of something that might have been drawn by animals. I mean, we understand that like, we know the difference between we, I mean, we know what people mean when they say sledding. But I mean, like, I, could, I think that I think I've never really been tobogganing that much, but I think when we went, I must have been, it would have been when I was in the UK over the, when the millennium was just changing. So it would have been about nine. Mm-hmm. And I remember that being quite a lot of fun i mean the only thing is that in, if, you, if, you, if you're used to having lived in japan for most winters coming to the uk and looking at it going it's just like oh my god it gets so dark <laughs> so you haven't got that much light actually which is the thing so like going so to tobogganing you really have to plan it out yeah because you know you don't want to be sledding in the dark no not at all <laughs> and you really do need like a good like you don't want a hill that's too steep where you no. completely lose control because a lot of times when you're sledding you're a kid so you want to mm. You want it to be fun, but you also want that thrill of we're going fast. So you need to find mm. like the right kind of hill. I remember kind of almost any country where I, I went to and there was snow, we went sledding. I mm -hmm. think the only place we didn't go sledding was Japan, but maybe we did. And I just don't remember. Um, but I remember sledding on like cardboard boxes. Like we were not fancy. Oh, right, we yeah. did not have the plastic, like, like some kids here in the States, they'll have like, they look like little sleds, a toboggan. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are others which almost look like a shield where it's round and it kind of has a, a uh, dome right. to it, almost like a trash mm -hmm. can lid. Um, but without the right. handle part. Um, yeah. and they're almost always made of plastic. They just slide really well. But I remember yeah. our family was never that fancy. And we would just take a cardboard <laughs> box, cut it up so that it would be long. And you would just like inch your whole body so that you could get to the edge. And then you would just slowly fall. And it was so yeah, much fun. Once the momentum gets going, that's it. I love sledding. I've seen, I've seen Phil of doing it on, of people doing it on shovels. What? Like you get you, you get a you get a spade and then if you've got a steep enough incline you can you can toboggan down on the spade. You can do it. I believe it's you. kind of weird footage, but <laughs> I don't know why. It was just, I think it was I think I was watching something about polar bears and they had, and they were trying to catch up with a polar bear or something like that and and, and so they would cut the best way to get to the position they needed to be was to go down the hill on the shovel. I just love the mental image of someone sitting on a shovel yeah. to go down. Oh my gosh. That's great. That's amazing. It does actually look like quite a lot of fun. Oh man. I'd do that. You would. You totally would. Yeah. You absolutely would. Oh my gosh. But yeah, yeah no, it's, I, I love sledding. I just have so many good memories. I haven't done it since I was a kid, like for sure. Probably the last time I did it was in Paris, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but I I liked it. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. And it's the same thing with after skiing or any winter sport. There's this kind of um, almost reward system where it's like, okay, we were outside. We were cold. We spent a lot mm. of energy. Now let's go have some food and let's go eat yeah. something warm and toasty. Like having a hot chocolate after being outside in the yeah. snow. <sighs> <laughs> that is one of the most like heartwarming feelings that I can think of. Yeah, it's just 
And it's also like just getting into the warmth. I think that's the other thing that has happens. That's the first thing you get inside. You go, oh my goodness, my ears are burning. <laughs> that sort of weird sensation as you get in after being in the cold. Yeah. You just suddenly realise that you can't use your hands properly. <laughs> you can't feel anything. Yeah. Those trying are... to get them back up to speed. It's kind of a nice, it, it's a weirdly nice feeling. Like that's not something where mm. I would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to on purpose go out in the cold so that I can feel warm. But there is something very nice about being cold and then suddenly coming into the warmth and feeling yes. like you're melting. Like it is really nice. Yeah. Um, and with that, I love a fire in winter. Uh, yeah. I love a, like a, an outside fire, a bonfire or even like indoors, yes. but having a fire in the winter is just like two things that go so perfectly together. I love that. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I was in a house with one. I mean, in Britain, what you have is a lot of people, they don't have the real fires. Um, I think it's partly due to kind of like environmental concerns you could tell that there are some people who do but mm -hmm. what people will do is they have one that they have like a fake fire mm -hmm. they deliberately will make fake fires in order to give people that sense of actually being around one i can't remember the last time i was in a house that actually did have one of those though to be fair i think it's been a long time since that's happened but it is it's nice to have one mm -hmm. and i think i think the last time i had a fire in winter outside was um that was probably about 2018 as well a tail end of 2018 going into 2019. I think it was the last time I did that. Um, yeah. I, I still remember as a kid, sort of like having, because we had like, because we'd come to Britain because my dad was doing a PhD. Mm -hmm. And so we come to Britain sort of like in the, in, the, in, the, in the winter. Not Christmas time, but after Christmas. And then we would be in these sort of staying somewhere and you'd have to go out to get the coal in. So we had like coal fires that so you get like coal and like you'd have to go and shovel the coal into this bucket and bring it inside and then put that into the uh, fireplace to light it and all that sort of stuff. So that was good fun. That sounds... I do remember that as a kid. That sounds kind of nice, actually. Um, mm. I'm trying to think of another activity that I definitely think of when I think winter. Um, and I don't think I noticed it as much as a kid, but I definitely do it um, not without kind of like unconsciously, I definitely do it if I'm out is looking at Christmas lights or like any sort of winter lights that people put out. Mm, yeah. I really like doing that. So like, for example, um, there's a big thing in New York where all of the rich neighborhoods, they go all out around the holiday season and they will decorate mm -hmm. their houses, like just cover them in lights so that it's a full you know just it, it's almost gaudy but it's very over the top lots mm -hmm. of lights and what people will do is that all over like new york they will drive or they'll go to those neighborhoods and they'll either drive or walk around and like go to look at all the christmas lights all right yeah i never unfortunately i never got to do it when i was living in new york city i think my mm -hmm. partner did um but I know that I definitely look out for lights during the holiday season. I suppose I kind of notice things like that. I mean, it's like there's like winter markets as well. Those mm -hmm. are quite good with all the stuff that that kind of happens. This is the one in the centre of York. I can't remember actually seeing one in London, but I, maybe I wasn't looking hard enough for the places that they might have them. But I remember sort of, I certainly do know about in York, there's sort of like the central street mm -hmm. it's called Parliament Street. I don't know why it's called Parliament Street, but it is. <laughs> um, 
but it's it's quite wide. I don't know whether it's been deliberately wide or whether it was always like that, but it's it's quite wide, and so that you can have like a whole sort of market thing along it. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is that this year they've got like a, you know a merry-go-round carousel uh, mm-hmm. thing, and so there's the lights on that, and then you've got all the things there. So it just like especially because it gets dark in Britain, certainly the, at this time of year, you, you get, it gets dark at about four four thirty that kind of time. Sometimes even earlier in the mid like really middle of winter but it's that kind of time so the thing is like having the lights up there actually does make it feel a bit more lively yeah um especially when it's cold and dark it just it feels like somewhere to at least walking past it feels kind of nice yeah i loved going to the christmas market when i was living in paris it was Mm -hmm. huge this is the one that was on the champs Elysees. it would go from the very end of where the stores were all the way to the very beginning to basically the obelisk so all the way down the champs elysees so it was all along where the gardens not the gardens but like yeah they were kind of gardens um and they would just take up on either side of the large boulevard so it Mm -hmm. would be just like little tiny shops but they all were christmas or holiday themed stores where you could buy like yeah. And everyone was a single vendor. So, and I don't right. believe they were major companies. They were either mom and pop shops or smaller, less like known in France, but not really outside of it companies. So right, okay. it felt like when you went there, it was a little touristy. But there was also something nice about it where it was like, this is very wintry. This is nice and cozy. And you also felt like you were supporting real people by buying their stuff. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. I remember, uh, when I was in college, I went to go visit my parents during one of my Christmas breaks and I came back and gave my roommate stuff that I had bought in Paris from the Christmas market. <laughs> and they were like, Oh my gosh, this is so fancy and French. And I was like, it's really not fancy, but you know what? If you believe it is, that's fine. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, you're easy to buy things for. It's all right. <laughs> um, I, the other thing I like which is, it's not really a winter activity, but you do it when you're out during winter is, it definitely is a very European thing. I don't know how often it happens in the States in the cold Mm -hmm. um, uh, months for certain States here, but mulled wine. Oh yes. Like drinking outside and having mulled wine is so lovely because it's, it's not super alcoholic. It's more the mm. flavor of it, which is yeah. so nice. And it does keep you warm and stuff like that. The pro- I can't drink it because it gives me a terrible headache. That's the problem I have. It's nice, but like I can't drink it. I know. Yeah, it gets really sweet. That's also the thing mm. where I like making my own like mold stuff. Like I'll, right. I make my own mold cider. I make my own mold wine. Mm. I actually made my own hot chocolate this winter, and I loved it. It was so yeah. g- yummy. <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's something that I have fond memories of, but I would agree I would never really have more than maybe a glass and I would yeah. most likely yeah. have shared it with my brother because it's just it's so sweet. Yeah. So, so sweet. But it is quite nice walking past them because you do get the nice smells and stuff coming off them because there's been quite a few people I've seen this year who, well, when we've been allowed out. Uh-huh. Um, it was Well, last year, as it, as it was. It's, still, it's, it's gone. 2020's gone. It's okay. Um, but yeah, uh, there, there have been a few people like wandering around with them and uh, you just kind of think, yeah, it seems like quite a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. It's just nice. It is. There's something that's very... Um, it, it, I think the thing with most winter activities is 
you want to have fun and but also mm-hmm. not overexert yourself and get yourself sick. So that's always the exactly. the balance that you're playing with winter activities is it's really fun. I'm outside. I'm having a great time with my friends because it's also you don't want to feel cooped in in the winter yeah, exactly. months where it's cold. Like th- it's very easy to get yourself to a point where you're inside for so long and it's so Mm. forbidding and cold outside that it does kind of get to you mentally. Like it really Mm. can affect you. So it's important to go out and have fun, but you do have to play the balance of having fun versus having too much and potentially getting yourself sick. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to overdo it in any situation. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's sort of, it's really difficult at this time of year because you can end up getting quite bad cabin fever um so it's one of the things i sort of like have taken up now because the weather's a bit cooler i actually tend to find that i quite like walking home mm-hmm. from work so i started to do that so that's kind of an activity i can do in the winter more than the summer i tend to find i mean the only thing is if it's like really raining or something i wouldn't do it but i mean i think in the summer it just gets a bit too warm and you're just kind of going oh, i just don't want to do it whereas in winter for some reason i find it like quite good because you kind of you get the exercise you're outside there's nothing else to do anyway at the moment in the evenings with the way things stand. So you might as well walk home. It takes me 45 minutes, something like that. And that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think there's something about walking around outside in the winter that I quite like. Especially, like, it's, it's weird because I've been... Because I'm a bit of a night owl, so I sometimes, like, you know, go outside and just sort of, like, kind of have a look around and see what's going on. And the thing is, is that in winter, it's the stillness that gets me about it all, especially when it's really cold. Once it gets, once it dips below zero Celsius, once it gets below that, it's how still things become, which just seems, it's a bit eerie, but it's also really interesting how still it is. The air feels still and everything feels still at certain times, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. It's kind of an interesting activity because it's almost meditative, Mm -hmm. you know, which I quite like. Yeah, it's nice. It. The the mm. outdoor activities of winter are really fun. The indoor ones yeah. I like as well, but I wanted to just focus on the outdoor ones because there's something yeah. that that is really it's so much fun, especially mm-hmm. if it's something that you don't get to do all the time. I know a lot of people who yeah. live in cold wintry countries, they they kind of take it for granted after a while or they become mm-hmm. jaded or it's like, Oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> but if you're new, if it's something you've never seen before, like one of my partner's favorite memories of one of his roommates um, in college was there was a guy who he was from Spain and mm-hmm. he came to New York <laughs> for a semester in college. It was the first time he had ever seen snow. And it, I could believe that, it yeah. blew his mind. He was so excited. He went out. He was like running around, playing with the snow. And like, it was stunning to him. <laughs> and it was one of those moments where as my partner was telling me the story, I was like, yeah, snow is fun. It like, it's a great yeah. thing, but you get so used to being like, oh, it's just a snow, whatever that you forget yeah. how exciting it is. The first time you see snow or the first time you get to do this winter activity, it's exhilarating. Yeah. Well, there's so much to learn from it as well. I mean, it's just one of the... I think a lot of northern people who live in the north of Europe and north of the United States will probably just... You just take it, as you said, for granted because it's it's likely to happen at some point, mm-hmm. in at least in your lifetime. 
that mm. you'll be able to see it because it's just it's it's just one of those things. It's like it might not happen every year in Britain, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. It depends where in Britain you are, obviously. True. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> you, yeah. Um, you, you do need to. Uh, it's nice when it does happen. I think it doesn't happen enough in Britain for people to get upset by it or too um, used to it. I think in a lot of cases, I think you know, it's big news if it's going to snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or well, pretty big news. So everyone goes, "Oh my god." Be careful Quickly. out there. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> Stop all the trains. <laughs> That's, it does happen on occasion. Well, this has been lovely talking about winter yeah. activities with you, Marcus. Um, yes, that's it's kind of the end for us today. Uh, we want to mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening to us. If you have any questions, comments, reach out to us. We are on Twitter at Passport Nessus One. That's P A S S P O R T N E C E S S One. Don't know why that's the one we got, but that's what we got. <laughs> so we're rolling with it. Um, and uh, if you want to leave us a review or a comment, please feel free to do so. That is lovely and it helps us out. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.